He more or less lived in our house when he was little. Anywhere Auntie May took me in my chair, Hickey came along too. He was a latchkey kid, I suppose, and my Auntie May is famous for picking losers. She was genuinely fond of Hickey when he was small, playing around with me. She still is fond of him, probably, although she'd never say so. He's a hopeless case, Hickey. Val's something else again. She comes from her dad's posh house, and she has all the ideas from it packed into her. It's an odd bundle. Christian charity in the good book, going hand in glove with kick the Pope and burn the Fenians. That's her dad's message when he's in the pulpit. He loves Catholics. Well, that is what he says. He loves Catholics and communists and Jews and Muslims. He loves them all because they are God's creatures. It is loving them that makes him determined to fight for what he knows is right for them, whether they know it or not. If turning their faces towards the one true Jesus means saying things that hurt them, then he has to do it. He has no choice, because his Bible tells him so. Val is just like him. All God is love one minute, and black, bitter Protestantism the next. She's sixteen, seventeen nearly, same age as me, but she doesn't act it. The clothes don't help. The Martins keep her dressed like an old woman, in heavy clothes that no one else would wear, with sensible shoes and thick tights. Before she met me, she hardly got out of the house at all, except to go to school, or visit country gospel halls with her father. Her big break for freedom came with the Joy Club. It is for the handicapped, and they had to let her go there to be a helper, because it counts as good works. That's where she met me. They can't object to her taking me wheelies, because that's good works. I don't object either. It is a relief after years of being wheeled by Hickey. Val taking over his wheelie duty didn't help with Hickey. He used to be about our place a lot, but now he doesn't come round so much. That's part Val and part me, and part the lot he has taken up with. It's hard to believe there's all the trouble on a sunny day like this, Val said, as we bumped along the pavement by the river. All the barmen and shooting. Yeah, I said. My dad says the Catholics will never give up till the government lets the army at them, she said. Yeah, I said. I'm used to her parroting her dad. I try not to let it get to me. Why don't they let the army finish the IRA off? She said. I don't understand. We had pulled up at the traffic lights, waiting to cross over to the park. The army can't just go into Republican areas and shoot people, I said. Being a Catholic isn't a capital offence. My dad says the army knows who the godfathers are, she said. My dad says it would be all over in a week. I didn't try telling her that her dad could be wrong. It wouldn't have done any good. For somebody of sixteen, she hasn't grown up. What her dad says goes. The frightening thing is that she doesn't see anything odd in spouting Jesus loves me stuff one minute and final solution politics the next. You want to watch that girl, Brian? My auntie May said to me. After the first time Val came round our house, The good living ones are the worst. Why? I said. 
because I hadn't seen that side of Val then. "'Because they can justify anything to themselves,' she said. "'Anybody who disagrees with them is in league with the devil.' "'My Auntie May was right. "'Val is like that, but at the same time she is kind and gentle and considerate. "'If anyone was in trouble, she would be the ideal person to turn to, "'so long as politics wasn't involved. "'Her dad has the same reputation.' Val's concern about Hickey wasn't to put on. She was upset. By her dad's standards, Hickey was on the downward path. She knew she had a duty to turn him away from it. I wasn't comfortable with the notion, because I didn't think she could cope. I was hoping we could stay off the subject, but as soon as we got inside the park, it came right back into play. Dougie was there.